This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing a murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in this song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the Wolf and Owl podcast for mm. you It's time oh. for the Wolf and Owl podcast for you Yo, Ron brings us sexy every week, yo <laughs> uh, We're both grey t-shirt in today Yeah, we are both Well, this is blue, actually is it? it looks kind of great on this mm. well, is it baby blue? It is a baby blue, actually. I believe, yeah. Uh, where, where do you, where, where does your uh, mindset lie, right? And you're probably, I don't feel like me. You bang on a t-shirt like that, sick t-shirt, by the way. Thanks. Good color on you. Yeah. Looks well. Pings it. Pings Shout your, out your to dirty velvet. Pings your face out nice. Makes you really encapsulates your beard. Um, but as soon as like there's any kind of like heat or sweat residue, mm. then we've got a problem, yeah. Yeah. I had a thing where I was wearing a jacket the other day right. uh, over a T-shirt and um, I thought it was quite warm. And then I went to lift the jacket up and then I saw the situation underneath and Oof. sort of where there was some underlining of the tits. Uh, there was big kebab wrapper situation under the arms. And so I just had to keep... The, I had to just basically continue wearing the jacket in discomfort. I basically, basically decided to up my levels of discomfort to lower other people's levels of discomfort, you know, because... Yeah, because it's uncomfortable when someone in, at the table is sitting covered in sweat. Yeah, and and, and, all, and, and people just sort of look... Because you look like you smell, and then people think... <laughs> people start to imagine what that smell would be like, and then they start to believe they are smelling that smell. You know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's horrible. It's horrible. Or you've got one person sitting at the table who genuinely hasn't washed... And does smell. Who's like one of those cool sort of Hoxton vibey guys? Mm. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't wash all the time. He stinks. Then he sees you, 
or me, yeah, with a sweat on, and then he's like, "Are they going to take the fucking bullet for it?" I, mate, right? I had exactly the same. I'm sitting here in a grey t-shirt, just waiting for the fucking sweat to come around my neck. Mm. I'm sweating after a very hot shower, right? I had that same thing as you, cast dinner the other day. I, I was wearing a lovely, lovely little bit of kit. Yeah. But underneath, I hadn't thought about the T-shirt vibe. Sure. Always go white T-shirt, black T-shirt underneath yeah. for big shirt. Correct. Absolutely I've gone correct. grey. I could feel the sweat on my back when I put my hand up the back. I could feel a big sweat patch. Mm-hmm. It, I'll tell you what, a grey or pale blue T-shirt is the Russian roulette of fashion. Absolutely. If you get it right, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, look at that now. That, that, that shirt genuinely... I think I'd, I'd, I'd struggle to think of a time I fancied you more than now, right? Looking at you. Mm. Serious. Because like, every little bit, of your, it pings out your fucking eyes and nice, your glasses vibe with it. It's a nice look, bro. Mm. But you wear that one day, me and you going out, we're having some food, you have something particularly spicy, or yeah. the sun starts shining. No one knows where we are with the ozone layer now. No. You don't know what, you don't know what the temperature variation is going to be. You know, huh? one minute you're feeling a bit nippy, and actually the T-shirt issue is that your nipples are sticking through it. And the oh. next thing, you start to sweat. I, I, my nipples, man, I Mate, don't... nipple-wise, I'm like Jennifer Aniston from Friends all the time. Me too. That is my vibe. Me too. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. But I was at school as well. I constantly had a nipple erection. Yeah, I, I, I had an embarrassing situation where when we were filming in South Africa for Robin Romish Versus, we put on the England cricket tops to do this, like, challenge thing. Yeah. And then it was such a nipply situation... Oh, I, you know, sometimes when you go, oh, God, I'm a bit worried about this, and somebody from production will go, oh, no, don't worry, it looks fine. I, I went, look at my nipples, and then someone from production went, oh, oh, yeah. Like that. So, so they, actually, <laughs> they actually thought it was a situation as well. And then, I'm not, this is no exaggeration. They said, why don't you put a cricket jumper on? I put on a cricket jumper on, you could still see my nipples through the jumper. Oh, fucking hell. I had two layers on. (laughs) You you could still see my nipples poking through. And and actually, at that point, I started to think, I I need to try and monetize this because I I might be like a modern miracle. Do you know what I mean? I might be like one of the wonders of the world. It doesn't matter how many layers you you put on this guy. No, I've got, got sort of regular, I've got regular size. I would would describe them as regular size nipples, I think. I've got like sort of quite pea nipples. What do you mean, pea nipples? Like little peas. Well, you know the, um, what's the bit around the nipples called? Uh, Areola, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds a bit like that um, Spanish mayonnaise with garlic, but um, aioli. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. the old aioli nipples. They sort of secrete. <laughs> yeah, they secrete this kind of white pus that's quite nice with potato. <laughs> or it's even worse if you go to a restaurant and ask for some aioli <laughs> with a little wink. Yeah, what up with my squid rings? A little aioli, please. <laughs> 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 massive sweating chef comes to throw you out um sweat brothers mine yeah but mine do it all the time mine did it at school and people used to think there was a correlation between um is it correlation i don't know what you're about to say oh, yeah, you've stopped mid-sentence so i don't know if... yeah because i'm uh, this this is essential this word gets right correlation between your nipples being erect and your dick being erect correlation is the right word sorry yeah it's absolutely yeah. The right word. so yeah so people at school used to think if you had nipple erection yours had an erection yeah and the saddest <laughs> thing was is the nipples are more noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> which which is genuinely quite quite the truth when it comes to my body. Yeah, I don't like oh god, you've got me paranoid about nipples now. I've had a bad morning, mate. I've had a shit dog weekend, so you hit me up with your morning and then we'll talk. It's not, it's not bad, it's not bad. I just feel a bit I'm trying to exercise. This morning yeah. I got up and let me, I wanted to do, I, 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 last week I did, I did, I ran for an hour. Right? It's a big, big, 
big achievement for me, right, is I managed to run without stopping for an hour. You, right? you ran for an hour without stopping yeah. in one go? Yeah. Bro, that's sick. That's amazing. Yeah, you mate, I felt that. great. Very fucking... Bro, I, great. I could not fucking do that in a million years, so well, fucking salute you. I, I reckon... Well, in a million years, I could if I ran like 10 yeah. minutes every day. I'd yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. in a million years, I'd work up to an hour. You'd actually gradually build it up, yeah. Um, so yeah, I did so that. I could probably run a marathon, but an hour yeah. is amazing. So this morning, I thought I'm going to do that. So I got up this morning, I thought I'm going to do that run again. And then we, we're having a skip delivered because we're moving house. Oh. God, I'm actually fucking yeah. bored. I'm actually... I'm so early on in this story and I'm already bored. But anyway... So um, we're getting a skip delivered, so I had to move my car. So I moved my car, dropped off at my brother's, ended up staying there having a little bit of a chat with him. Then I came home and I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm not, I've not got time for a run now because I've got to do podcasts with Tom. I'm going to do Peloton. And then I ended up sort of dicking around on the PlayStation with the kids. Anyway, long story short, I started the morning off thinking I was going to do an hour's run. I moved down to shortening the run, moved down to maybe doing Peloton, I ended up just having a large breakfast. So that that's wow. that is it's just so it's just so upsetting to me as I was eating as I was eating my porridge to think this should have been a run. This should have been me losing calories and I'm actually taking calories on board, do you know what I mean? You know the thing to do though. What? Don't beat yourself up. Focus on the fact last week you did this incredible hour run, right? Mm. You know you've got an hour run in you and you know what tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to feel more fired up to do that hour run. You'll probably do an hour and 10 minutes if I know you because you're an absolute G. Yeah. You know, with Rob Rob Eshrang and Nathan, I know you said Rob Eshrang and Nathan, right? Yeah. Uh, Look, 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 do me a favour. Stop dropping in the name of the person you'd rather be doing the podcast with, right? (laughs) Right. Right. If a mountain stands in front of him, he fucking shits on that top of that mountain when he climbed it in a record time. You can do it, right? I believe in you. Yeah. You love the the mountain thing, don't you? It's a big thing for you, mountains. I like mountains, man. Have you climbed a mountain before? No, no. Uh, Snowdonia, I had a little trot up. But mm. um, the thing for me that's great about mountains is they don't know how fucking amazing they are for our culture. For our culture? For the world, right, there's one thing the whole world agrees on, right? Mountains are massive. It doesn't matter who you vote for, what sort of side of the, you know, like fucking what religion you are. There's one thing that everyone fucking gets together and goes... Oh, fucking mountains are massive, mate. Oh, do you know what? No like, one... By the way, I'd love to be invited to one of those parties. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Think, you, you, did you go around Tom's for dinner the other night? No, what happened? Oh, we all got together and <laughs> having a bit of a chat, but Tom did his usual thing of, of asking everyone to sort of confirm that they thought the mountains were massive. <laughs> no, but what? Right. It, it, being... it does it every time we go around. Look, you're being a bit scabby about this, all right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, right, what you have to get in your head, yeah? Yeah is you could go anywhere in the world, and if you talk about mountains, you will be able to bond with you other human beings. If you cipher off and start talking about religion or fucking, you know, any other sort of in, like really clever subjects, mm. yeah, that, that comes with friendship. Of course it does, Ramesh, right? But <laughs> you start a conversation with going, everyone has their mountains, and I hope that you can climb yours. And I'll tell you what, mate, you've got a friend for life. I don't think you've got a friend for life. I think... You've got quite a sort of pithy ending to a conversation that I, I would argue would lead to that person probably not getting in touch with you again. I, I don't know. I don't know if that means you've got a friend for life. I just try to think about the number of times you've said that to someone and walked off. Oh, I wonder why they've not got back in touch with me. Hello, mate. Yeah, I, don't if, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm the one that said that thing about the mountain and I hope you managed to climb it. It's just, it's weird that I, I sort of, 
Barbara on the mountain, guys, on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Every holiday. Uh, So listen, Tom, 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 you've actually helped me there, bro. You have helped me. Yeah, no, but you've you've increased my mood. You've improved my mood. So let me try and do the same for you. Yeah. Talk to me about your weekend. Yeah, so I actually had a bit of of a shit one, brother. My um, dog got attacked by another dog, uh, which was pretty fucking savage. What happened? Catherine was taken in for a walk, um, and... uh, Another dog just came sprinting out and just literally started like sat like spitting a hole out of him his side. Are you serious? Like, his neck, yeah, yeah, man. And also, fucking all Catherine's legs are just smashed up where the dog's just getting at her as well. What? Like the dog bit? Did the dog bite? No, no, just madly bruised where it's um, like sort of going in on her and she's sort of like tussling with it. It's horrific, man. And do you know this where is did, this where, is did, my... where did this where's this dog from? What happened? What, what's well, I'm the not story allowed legally to say because it's a it's a police case now, so I can't say where it oh. happened. But um, uh, <laughs> but you're not willing um, to name everyone involved for the podcast. <laughs> no, do. I, do you know this is genuinely the truth, bro? <laughs> Catherine turned around. And she said, "The main thing is, do not name this person when you're doing the podcast with Ramesh. <laughs> Don't name them." <laughs> and I was gonna, so it was good that she said that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it happened. It happened. On, no, it happened on Friday. So it's pretty. Um, oh, yeah, bro, I'm sorry to hear Pretty that. far back, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird one because dogs, you know, they, they're sort of like your family, and it? it's horrible as well because he's like terrified of the vets. It was fucking and that. But the the thing that just fucking did me out of everything is the guy turned around to Catherine, and his his argument for everything was, "Oh, he's never done this before." I was like, "He's clearly done it now." You can't use that as an excuse. At some point, anyone who did anything bad's never done that before. Yeah, you, you can't know? you can't get away with doing something horrific because you're a first timer. No, do you know what I mean, I, I don't think. And also, he, yeah. he at never one point has gone. No, I'm going to drink. Have my medicine here. This is out of order. And you know, he's heard about thirty excuses since it's happened. But it's um, yeah. You know, the sad thing is, and actually, I will shout out for everyone because I don't usually share anything like about. Uh, like this on online, it's not really sort of my vibe. I try to keep it positive, but um, I just think it's it's something that I didn't realize quite how many people this yeah dog owners this has happened to, and and then there's more people you spoke to after the more people who sort of seem to have sort of had this vibe happen to them, this thing happen to them, and then you know, yeah. Uh, so firstly, I'd like to thank everyone who got in touch and and sort of you know nice messages and whatever, but also it's just really sad to see how many how many times it happens and how many times sort of the dog and and I don't even blame the dog I blame the owner in this situation um it's a sort of yeah it's a pretty shit thing man it's uh it's it's been a tough old week how is our boy he's you know what he's yeah he's squeaking a lot he I, I mean the trouble is he's probably forgot because dogs don't have a massively long-term memory so he's probably how long, how long is a dog's memory uh I think it's it's longer than a camel's but shorter than an elephant's okay so, that's two other pieces of information I don't know well, cam- camels have the shortest memory, right? Or they have the longest. I think goldfish have the shortest memory. I'm going yeah, to look so, this yeah. up now. Elephants anyway, have the most. The elephants have incredible memories. I think that's a myth, isn't it? You don't want to fuck an elephant over. Like, out of a, right, if you're going to fuck an elephant or a camel over, who are you going to fuck over? Well, that, that, you're talking about a size thing now. I, I don't think I'm not making a. De- I'm not making a decision about which animal I. F- First of all, I wouldn't fuck over an animal ideally. Secondly. I'm not making a decision about wh- which animal I fuck over based on how long they're going to remember this for. Right, I'm just you saying that, that, right? Just picture this, right? You go to the zoo, right? Yeah. You end up in a card game, right? You know, he's got, listen, go dolphins have the longest memories in the animal kingdom. Wow. So there you go. Right, uh, okay. So, carry on. Go, go, anyway, t- t- carry on with your example. 
Right, you go to you you're playing cards in a zoo, right? There's a camel, an elephant, and a dolphin there, right? Knowing that all three of those has long term memories, right? Yeah. Are those the only three animals they've got? Well, no. There's other animals playing, but you're not too worried about them because they're okay. not going to remember you, right? Right. And knowing that you know, you know, Alex or Charlie goes, I can't wait to come back to this zoo next month, Dad. Um, you're like. I don't, listen, let me let me tell you something. I don't mind you doing a, a little dick voice when you're impersonating me. I draw the lie when it comes to my children. Right? <laughs> well, I know, right? That's the kids' voice, like the Famous Five. No, part. that's yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't want people thinking my kids are from the Famous Five. <laughs> oh, Daddy, please take us to the zoo again. I do love wildlife. <laughs> oh, what a what a fascinating menagerie of creatures they've got here, Daddy. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity to see what the world has to offer in terms that's of this different wildlife that's and okay, fauna. Alex. <laughs> right, so you're in a game of poker, right? High-end poker. At the zoo? Yeah. You cheat in a game of poker out of, with these with other the animals. animals. Yeah. Who would be the one that you'd most want to cheat, thinking, right, I fucked it over, but then it's got... So, to, hold know, on, let me get this straight. So, that, so it's the dolphins in a tank next to the table. Well, yeah, he's like leaning out of the table because they can do that. He's, so leaning, he's leaning out of the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's and holding, he's got just his... so I can get a visual on this, how's he holding the cards? Well, he's got his cards on like a little plaque, plaque sort of thing. Actually, no, let's just say Charlie's got his cards for him because Charlie's helping okay. him out. So Charlie's right. helping the dolphin out, okay. Yeah, so Charlie's elephant, on the side. Uh, elephant stood up or sat down? Oh, uh, well, he sat down for the cards. And also okay. he doesn't want to be aggressive because he's got a kind heart. But he's, he obviously, you've seen Dumbo, he can do all this with the, the, the end of his uh, nostril thing. His Trunk? Trunk, yes. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so he's got his trunk and he's got his cards in his trunk, yeah? Right, right, right. Uh, and then the camel, let's just say um, Theo's helping out the camel. Okay, fine. Daddy, thank you so in. much for letting me assist this camel. And <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting next, and you've got Alex who's sort of helping you out a bit. Okay, fine. Because um, he's actually weirdly a really good car player out of yeah. all of the kids. So you've right. picked, yeah. So out of all of the other animals, right? Yeah. Okay. Kids aside, right? Who would you most likely fuck over? Dolphin. You'd fuck the dolphin. Well, I'd agree with that. Actually, it's the most sensible thing you've ever said. Because <laughs> the dolphin can't get out of the tank. As long no. as you don't ever go to the dolphin's tank, he can never get yeah. you, right? Yeah, correct. That's my thinking. Yeah, but then you've got two others, right? So out of those two, the dolphins only entered the game because you wanted him to play. I don't even want him involved. Don't get angry with me because your your example is falling right. apart. So now, the, so the dolphins out of the game, right? Okay. okay. So Charlie's now just just lurking about, just chatting chatting with some monkeys and some sort of like hippo or whatever over and the dolphin. They're all just off chatting, but still right. in view. I wouldn't leave I wouldn't leave him unsupervised. Well, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, of course, yeah. He, you can, yeah. yeah, but he's safe with the dolphin. The dolphin's got a kind heart. There's never yeah, yeah but I've just fucked the dolphin over. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Right. So now you've got next the... thing. You know what I don't want to see is Charlie being flipped up on this dolphin's snout as a some sort of threat. <laughs> <laughs> right now you've got the elephant and the camel, right? Yeah. You get down. You've but you're both all in. You've put your new house on the line. The elephant's put like it's um, like forest on the line. The camel's put like all of its stuff on the line, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just when you're thinking of examples, think: Do I have an example for every one of these things? And if you don't, don't start. Is it would be my tip right. to you, all right? So now it got, comes all in, right? You've yeah. got a cheat, like, Theo gives you a little nudge, right? Mm. Oh, no, Charlie's on your team, isn't he? No, Theo, isn't he? No, right. Theo. He Charlie's being battered to death by a dolphin. <laughs> and he says, he shows you an ace, right? You put yeah. the ace up your sleeve to cheat, right? Okay. Who 
would you most likely fuck over out of the camel and the elephant? That's a big question. Uh, the camel. Right, that's exactly the answer I wanted. Why? What does that prove? Well, no, it just proves that you're... Well, I don't know. I guess, like... What's the point a... you're making? You can't even remember what point you're trying to make, can you? <laughs> no, it, no, the point of it is, like, yes, they've both got good memories, but you know that the camel's weaker than the elephant, so you've picked up... You've picked on a weaker one, really. Yeah, I have done, yeah. So, yeah. I actually do... I have... What like, is the, do, you, do you know what do you know what the what you're trying to get across <laughs> like like probably one of the like a goldfish in a way i've forgotten what the <laughs> moral of the story is because i've got so deep in the story itself <laughs> my point of it so, is so all of that that's one of the biggest wastes of time we've had on this podcast <laughs> it's my point of it you've taken us into you've taken us into detailed stories before right? these animals <laughs> this, don't always be the first time you've do you take a detailed story and then midway forgotten what the fucking point was? And, well, this, I think I've got it now. Animals okay. don't always remember, right? But they always care, right? So my dog, he probably won't remember some of these, like, like the attack itself, until right. he's in that situation again. And then mm. he, he might have some sort of PTSD. So Theo, our eldest, yeah. when he was a baby, we took him to a friend's house in a car seat. The Dine Under menu is here for a limited time at Outback Steakhouse. Get an 18-ounce bone-in ribeye and our signature blend of 17 spices, Kingsland pasta or juicy sirloin and lobster mac, starting at just $16.99. That's better than the actual Outback, where even if you caught dinner, you know deep down you couldn't do what needs to be done. Run free, little buddy. Run free. The Dine Under menu. It's better than the actual Outback. Starting at $16.99 for a limited time at Outback Steakhouse. Outback. No rules, just right. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world including 75% of the Fortune 500 trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com Atlassian yeah, um, and a dog came over and like sort of sort of barked at him in the in the car seat so aggressively and pushed him forward that he sort of fell off the chair. That like this car seat Jeez. fell off the chair. Yeah, it was pretty full on. What kind of dog was it? It's only little. It wasn't massive. It wasn't a big dog, right? So so we we um, obviously freaked out, and obviously you freak out more when it's your first as well. So like, I mean, I, listen, I don't think a dog. A dog shoving your kid off a, a chair is, is, you know, you're not overreacting, I don't think. No, no. I anyway, think, no. We, 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 we picked up the car seat and he was totally fine. The dog hadn't attacked. The dog hadn't really done anything wrong. It was just overexcited, right? But we freaked out a bit, but but also had to mediate that freaking out with the fact that we're at these people's house. We don't know them well enough to go, what the fuck, man? So yeah, we yeah. just sort of like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, it took Theo years to not be nervous around dogs man like you of know course, you, you sort of, of think course. you sort of think he was a little baby then right so you just sort of think how much of the how much a baby sort of remembering and and storing from all this like for for years afterwards it took such a long time for him to get be comfortable around dogs again man it was mad. what's he like now with them he loves them he loves them in fact we've had one on the way very soon when have you got it coming in about a month wow. uh, maybe what, what are you getting I was slightly nervous because the way you settled in as you asked that question was like you're about to savage me for whatever I say to you now. Hey, 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 hey. This is a safe space, all right? We're getting one a thing I'll never, ever do is I'll never take the mick out of your dog. Okay. We're getting a miniature golden doodle. What's a golden doodle? 
It's, it's a cross between a golden retriever and a poodle. I bet it's a cool looking dog. Looks like a kind of looks like a teddy bear from the photos. Is it? So hold up. When you say miniature, how big does it get? Well, it varies. So sort of bigger than a poodle, smaller than a golden retriever. Wow. Somewhere in the golden middle. retrievers, man. They're a lovely dog. You're a big fan of them. They're, they've just got good hearts, man. True hearts. Mm. I tell you what, you've got with a poodle. You've actually, you, I tell you, because the poodles are poodle, poodle, poodles are pretty yeah. little. They're, they're, yeah, but they're very intelligent poodles. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm. So, so I've been told. You, you've basically got a dog that's just full of love and also full of intelligence. Yeah. It's almost like me and you, actually, if there was a, a Tomish. Yeah. I'd be the golden retriever and you'd be the poodle. So you think I'm prissy, is what you're saying? Well, and intelligent. Yeah, no, it's true. I've, I've, you know what? You know what? Fair play to you, Tom. I've willfully taken that the wrong way, and yeah. that's bad of me. That's bad yeah. of me. You, if if me and you were to like, sort of, I don't know how would we do it? Like, you know, procreate a little version of us that would run around a Tomish. That would be. We like tried a, to, yeah. If we tried to create some sort of like just single podcaster child, if there is a way in the future that we could combine your and my genetics to create yeah. something, yeah, I think I, I actually think whatever we created would be quite annoying. Yeah, yeah, because it would have all... It'd just be like... <laughs> oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> just constantly constantly correcting itself. <laughs> That's not the word you're looking for. Yeah, like when Stewie has that... Uh, <laughs> in Family Guy, when Stewie has a spit level. Yeah, but yeah, man. It's, uh, but you're, you're, you know, with dogs, kids, I guess it's all the same vibe, brother. It's, it's yeah. that sort of protective nature. So your dog got attacked on Friday. Yeah. And then was the rest of the weekend sort of dealing with the aftermath of that? Or did did, you know more, what? It was, it did was more just, awful uh, things happen? No, it's just a bit more, uh, it was just a bit of TLC, brother. Just just yeah. looking after uh, my, my, my wife and the dog, making sure they were all right before. How was, how was Kat? She, she was right? pretty freaked out with the whole thing, actually. She was mm. pretty freaked out. She was pretty scared. Like, it's, I think it's thrown her, actually, quite a lot, sort of. Uh, I think I think yeah, we've obviously had him for like seven, eight years now. Mm. So the thought of like that happening is your worst fit like worst fear of a dog, you know. So yeah. yeah, I think um so I think she's she's probably more anxious about going out with him because there was nothing she could do to stop the whole thing. So it was yeah, it's pretty um yeah. I mean I went home, I brought everyone a curry because uh, I thought that was well obviously not the dog, he has some poppadoms. Um mm. but, Does the dog eat poppadoms? Yeah, he loves poppadoms. He's obsessed with uh, with Chutney or without? Without Charlie, yeah, yeah, they can't have onions and stuff. They got when you when you get a dog, really look into it, mate. They can't have chocolate. I don't, you know, <laughs> like, I don't want to see you like sitting around with chocolate all over you, half a dairy milk all over your fingers. Well, or like the vegan. I suppose actually it's pretty good actually because you you being a vegan, it's quite good. I'm not going to feed the dog vegan. No, I just no, I just thought the dog. Oh, licking... What a fucking miserable dog that would be. <laughs> no, but just a dog licking chocolate off your fingers. Oh and right, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, really I, I, I know that dogs can't eat chocolate. And onions, like there's loads of stuff they can't eat. So just go yeah. through that. Yeah, I'm going to. I don't know what you think. <laughs> I don't know how you feel. I'm going to approach this dog ownership thing. I'm going to do a bit of research, mate. Well, also make the whole family aware that you know you're all doing it. So do it as a fun thing in the evenings. Yeah. All right. Thank like you. A little quiz. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. I could write the quiz if you wanted. I'd love you to. Yeah. You up yeah. for that? I'll do like ten questions. Yeah. Uh, you made my uh, our youngest so happy yesterday because Tom and I, you and I were doing little voicemail exchanges. Yeah. And then you said, Charlie, you rock. Oh, man. And he was so delighted, man. That's he was so amazing. delighted. Was He's a great sweet. kid. 
He's mm. a great kid. It's one of my happiest thoughts if I ever get down as you just playing on the PlayStation before they all go to school. Yeah. Do you know, uh, Theo's got really shit hot FIFA, man. I, I really? don't. I can't. I can't beat him anymore. This I is, cannot. Tell him just to get ready because when I come over, I'm pretty amazing at FIFA. Dude, he's he's been playing online. He's yet to be beaten. What? I'm serious. You need to turn the fuck off school then, mate. Just he just come with full time feet. <laughs> mate, people are earning serious money out of that now. Mate, that would be incredible. Yeah, I'd love that. Just to sack off his education and for him to play FIFA full time. Yes, please. Yeah. But the the only other trouble is I knew this kid, right? Well not the kid, I knew this guy. It'd be yeah. weird if I had a friend who was a kid who was going for FIFA. I knew this guy who was really, really good at like FIFA twenty, right? Incredible mm. at it, sick at it, like you know. Probably sort of like, you know, your boy's standards, right? FIFA 21 comes out, he's nowhere near as good. But he'd given up his job, he'd fucking was like vibing on that faith. Dude, what are you talking about? They barely changed the game between years. He reckons that he doesn't know what it is. Maybe something in his head just went, he just just couldn't get it. Is this a true story? Yeah, man. This sounds so made up. It's a true story. It's like he was genuinely. So, like, fit, oh, so in 2020, this guy gave up his job because he's so good at FIFA yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah. And they brought out FIFA 21. And he, and just he became. Get, yeah, he was just. Come he hated on. Come on. Mate, he was saying to. Honestly, right. Do you know. Right. I'm going to tell you the truth of the situation, right? All right. When lockdown was going on, right? I got slightly obsessed with FIFA Ultimate Team. Okay. Uh, I was like playing it. How quite much a lot. money did you spend? Uh, not as much as other people we know who I went sure. through it. Yeah, but you spent a yeah, bit of so money. I, I spent a bit to, to to have a decent team, right? Right. But this is the thing, right? I then get to a point where I'm like, oh man, this is fucking. So I reach out to a couple of FIFA professionals, right, or people who play FIFA to say what like, for, to say. Look, can you can you help me here? Oh so my I had a couple god, of online this is lessons. So tragic. <laughs> oh my god! No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you feet. didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and it was this guy, right, for a network of people who it's a bit like. Don't fuck with cats, kind of vibe, you know. It's a network yeah. of people on this. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, it was one of the people I met from there. Another FIFA on, as they called it, he called himself, right? What's he called himself? FIFA on, okay. right? Who basically turns to me and tells me this almost woeful, sad tale. And from there, I'm like, fucking hell, man. I I just don't know what to say, bro. I've never met him in person. I just can't believe you had online FIFA lessons. Yeah, yeah. I, I was getting so frustrated. So why, I mean, then? why? Why did you want lessons? Because I wanted not to lose, and I was getting beaten by like last minute goals. And I mean, I got like so. The, the thing with me, right, is I have like I get obsessed with things. Mm. Like, you know, some of those things like golf or boxing or like you know exercise are, are like yeah. healthy, right? Some of them like alcohol or whatever or playing FIFA all the time aren't healthy for you. Mm, sure. Right? So the FIFA one was just like, I wanted to be better at it than I actually was. So I was like, how do I improve? And then I sort of like, just got chatting to this guy and he was like, right, look, let's just have a couple of games against each other now, and I can show you some tricks. How did, how did you just get chatting to this guy? What happened? I hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, yo, bro, um, you seem like you know your shit when it comes to FIFA. And he was like, yeah, man, like, I'm really good at it. And I was like, oh man, I'm really struggling. Lucky enough, he was he'd not, he'd seen some of my stuff, so he knew who I was. Mm. So um, yeah, we came to a deal, and uh, he sort of uh, yeah helped me out. You paid? No, 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 I didn't pay. No, no, no. Oh. I did some tweets about. It. If you go back, I've done some tweets about. Him. Oh my god! <laughs> and out there somewhere in the out there somewhere in the ether is a video of it, me and him playing together. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how good are you in this video? 
I got a pretty sick, you know. I got a pretty good yeah. one of it. I played, you know, James Madison, the yeah. Leicester player. I played him. Yeah. He beat, only beat me one 0 and he's he's incredible. I think he won a tournament right. amongst all the footballers. So yeah. I got pretty good. But it, I I look, man. When like when I, my chips are in, they're all in. I can't. Make, you know, I, 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 make, if I was cat, I'd worry about you a little bit. You know. Yeah, yeah, I worry about myself quite a lot. Mm, yeah, it's one of it's one of the triggers of my uh, my mind. I mean, I'm sort of criticising you. I did do the same with Fortnite, but I mean, but I did. Eventually, I... this is what you always do. Like, <laughs> I sit here, I can see. I'm sit talking to one of my best friends in the world. I'm fucking. There's two of us in this conversation. Yeah, there's a load of people uh, who are going to listen to this. I don't think about that. I'm blushing because I gen- and I, I've talked about all kinds of things because you're like. Yeah. Look at me. And then I'm like, yeah, generally feel like, oh, it's kind of pathetic. And then you come in and go, oh, I did the same thing with Fortnite. Well, like, you know, you, you could look at it that way or you could look at it another way. I could have not said that. I just yeah, left you, you could hanging. Have, fair enough. So listen, hit me up while I'm with Fortnite. So, uh, so the boys, they're not, uh, although they've just started to get back into it, but they're playing Fortnite a lot during lockdown, right? A yeah, lot. yeah, I remember you saying. And so Lisa and I kind of decided to get a bit more relaxed about their screen time because, they, you know, they weren't seeing their mates. And actually, this was a way of them sort of hanging out with their mates because they couldn't see them, but they were chatting to them on this thing, right? And then I said to Lisa, we need to, um, we need to play Fortnite with them because like, this is the thing they want to do. And like, this would be a good way of sort of, uh, of getting involved. So we started playing Fortnite, but I couldn't, I just couldn't. I'm not talking about getting good at it. I'm talking about we'd play a game and the ki- the boys would end up sort of shouting at me because I was just being so shit. I would do the thing where I'd hide when, when the game started. To avoid oh, dying. Oh, God. That's... Sorry. I don't want to be condescending, but wow. Well, apparently that is the worst thing to... That is a really tragic yeah. thing to do. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. anyway, what would happen is I'd then be the only survivor of our team. And then they'd need me to do stuff to resurrect them and stuff. And I just was completely fucking incapable of doing it. And then you'd sort of end up in this situation where my like, sons are going, Dad! No! Dad! Go there! Go! Like, just shout, all three of them just shouting at me because oh I wasn't God. doing the thing. Were you in a team with them or? Yeah, squad. Like, so we'd do like a squad so, thing. So you've got four controllers? No, they've got like, so we've got two controllers and one console and one of them was playing on Switch, one of them was playing on his phone or something. To be honest, man, yeah, that's one of the sweetest things I've ever heard. Not the shouting bit because that's genuinely like, quite sad, but actually yeah, all of you together. Yeah, all of you together. Playing as a squad, yeah, actually fills my heart. And, and I know people slag off computer games and stuff, but that that's a real moment, right? Yeah, it's family. It's family time. It's modern family time, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I wrote an article about it, about the fact that I was so shit at Fortnite, and somebody reached out, and I ended up getting a bit of like Fortnite training on on how to get better at it. But it's a bit different to you because I wasn't like going from good, trying to go from good to excellent. I was trying to get from embarrassing sort of vaguely competent do you know what I mean so how good did you get on it oh shit I'm still also shit. it's less embarrassing mate you wrote a fucking article for a, one of the biggest national newspapers in the country right and someone reached out to you I trawled on Twitter and probably mentioned yeah, fucking yeah, 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 sent messages yeah. to about 30 people of which no, two right. got back to me no you're right what you did was much sadder but yeah. you know what I would say is so one day Charlie and I were playing just the two of us and we went into some sort of I don't know what they're called some sort of area, all right? And they, like Charlie had his uh, like speakers on, so he could hear like you know you you can chat to the people that you're fighting with. And a couple of kids from his school like logged on, and I had a different name because I just wanted to sort of play anonymous. And then Charlie's obviously told one of these kids it's his dad. I, I swear to you, this right? He kills me, right? 
And then I hear him go, I just killed Ramesh Ranganathan on Fortnite, right? And then all of a sudden, fucking people start dropping into the area. And I become like a fucking trophy kill. Just oh like, God. so I just thought that this that kids start like targeting me and just trying to fucking destroy me. Let's keep going. I just killed Robert Tranganathan. I just killed Robert Tranganathan. It, it, it was mental, man. I had to just wow. drop out of it. Charlie didn't give wow. a shit. Loved it. Didn't he try and protect you? Yeah, but what can he do, man? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, you've got a choice between humiliating yeah. yourself or your dad getting it in the head. You've got yeah. to let dad die. And you know what? I bet there's blokes going sort of like, I don't know, like in fucking lockdown card games going, yeah, my boy shot Robert Tranganathan a day of Fortnite. Fucking smashed in a bitch. Yeah. He thinks he's funny. Not funny in the room. Yeah, Tell you that yeah. for nothing. Yeah, you know, Robert Ranganathan's just spent his whole lockdown playing Fortnite with kids. It all gets, it all gets like dissed up and like the whole story gets different and you're not playing with Charlie. You're just in a fucking Fortnite room with a load of nine-year-olds. No, but that's what I was worried about, bro. I was just thinking, this isn't a good look. Do you oh, know what no. I mean? And also, you don't know... You don't know how this is going to get reported. I was sort of so nervous about saying anything to the kids in case it's like Roma Sharanganathan playing with a load of nine-year-olds called one of them a <laughs> or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So... <laughs> I had to turn my speakers off when it came to to playing FIFA. I get so annoyed with it. Really? But now I just yeah, I just I now I just I, I I've gone back, man. I've regressed to playing career mode. Mm. It's just the time for me to chill. And it's just me versus the computer. I like yeah. all that. I'll tell you what I've been playing. I'll tell you, I've been playing a lot. On the Switch, Mario 3D World. Oh, wow. And I'm going to tell you, playing that game, I could call it now, and people can come at me if they want. Playing Mario is like meditation. I'm convinced of that. You're just so in. You know, A lot of video games are like this, but Mario, because Mario's so relaxing. There's very little jeopardy in Mario, do you know what I mean? You just sort of, it doesn't really get frustrating. It just sort of gets quite enjoyable, the challenge of it. I think it's really good, man. Like I've I just been playing, find... I've been playing. That's why I play FIFA. Like, I find that yeah. against the computer. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's a, like it's a, I think one of the most relaxing things to do is is play a video game to the point where you're frustrated at your standard of play, and then contact people on social media to give you lessons <laughs> in exchange for whoring yourself out on your social media platforms. You're right. That is a lot like meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do you want to do some emails, my G? Let's do it, my baby boy. Okay, first email is from the Eagle and Eaglet. What? Is there such thing as an Eaglet? I don't think so. No. What a cute, quite a nice little name, though. Um, Hi, Wolf, Owl, and Swan. My daughter was a bloody angel until she hit 17. Then boys drinking, disrespect, and a bloody nightmare until it was time for uni. She did two months and left as she felt unwell. The unwell feeling was a beautiful baby girl that came along soon after. We start. Wow. We, we, wow, this is a big in, right? I know. It's a really twisty story, this. We started rebonding watching Misadventures, Ranganation, and King Gary. I've recently discovered this amazing podcast, which I introduced her to. We're both obsessed and text each other from our bedrooms during the night, saying, listen to Ep 30, 32 minutes in, etc. Uh, just so, so funny and gives us common ground. My question is, okay, what I'm going to tell you now is... This pre-story is absolutely nothing to do with the question. It's just well, one of the biggest good. left turns in yeah. an email I've ever seen. Uh, my question is, what programs can you remember bonding with your parents over in your teenage years? Mine was Bullseye on a Sunday evening. Still love watching it on Dave and reminiscing. Absolutely adore you both. Sweet, sweet souls. So much love. 
the eagle and the eaglet. Uh, Maybe Tommy eaglets Day. are eagles, little like sort of babies. What 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 did you uh, what led you to that, Luther? Well, the fact that uh, it's a mother and daughter email. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that would have been it, I reckon. Uh, Jesus, programmed bonded over. I'd say fools and horses. Yeah, big time, fools and horses. Um, Black Adder. I used to me and my oh Tom, I can't believe we're not talked about this for Black Adder. Yeah, man, was, was so. Oh my god, I love that show. We used to, I, I love that show. Me, uh, my my mum, dad, and sister used to watch that. We used to be, I was obsessed with that. Obsessed with me and my dad. So used to just sort of like, uh, like sort of come back, quote it, and everything. It was, it was, yeah, it was a big, big one for us. As Black Blackadder, Blackadder the Third. Yeah. Well, in fact, do you know what? All, all of you know what? Days. When I go back and think that the the war, the Second World War one was, um, yeah. Yeah, I think two, three, four are as pretty much perfect as right. Well, and also, you know, they did proper, proper jokes in them. You know, like yeah. And I remember watching that with my parents, and it makes you think. You know, like we're like you know, you, you sort of when you think about comedies now, and you think as you become an adult, you want sort of you, you, people talk about edgy comedies and stuff like that. But that experience, and I think you know, King Gary might give that to people now. Is that experience of as a family sitting down? And watching a thing that you can all enjoy. I remember sitting down with my parents and watching Blackadder. Just love it's so it was so yeah. great, man. It was such also, a great shout. I remember uh that last episode, and I know people have talked about it, and it, but I think it's almost the most perfectly written piece of artwork ever. That that last episode in the Second World War and the push uh, over the top. They, yeah, when they go over the top. I think it's yeah. genuinely I think not only I think it goes far far above comedy, just on the basis that it was just like just, just to sort of encapsulate the feeling of what it must have been like. Yeah. Like, you know, it was insane. I, I just, man, that, 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 and, and on another flip turn, uh, Gladiators was a massive one in our house on a Saturday afternoon or evening. Gladiators. Gladiators and um, uh, fish and chips and or, or like, you know, a little takeaway vibe. Yeah. Little Chinese takeaway and uh, watching Gladiators was massive. Yeah. We, I, we, we were obsessed. I don't know about you and like your kin. But um, we used to sort of watch it, and then all of our mates would just like try and recreate, like on the stairs or whatever. You just put duvets on stairs and try and run up it, or like all the uh, <laughs> playing gladiators was sick afterwards. I also think that gladiators was good for people, good for your humanity. In what way? Right, because you had to be amazing at something to get on it. Right, you had to be fit. You had to be, you know, it's a bit like Ninja Warrior now. I think it's yeah. one of those things where you saw, like Bullseye was as well. You know, there was an yeah. element of skill to it. Yeah, you know, and it, I just think that that was uh, it, it gave you something like to admire the people who put themselves through the gladiators, or you know, two guys from sort of Bolton who went on Bullseye. I mean, Bullseye was a sick program as well. I'm still mm. obsessed with Bullseye. Yeah, I didn't like the prizes, mm. but then the prizes were amazing. You got to remember those things people didn't, and not everyone had in their houses then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but who the fuck wants a boat? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, the truth of the matter is, I think you get a boat. And there's probably only 5% of the society. That, but you can sell that boat to someone and get some sweet, sweet moolah. And that's probably the best yeah. way of doing so, it. Anyway, you know, yeah, but that's the point. I, I like the fact that you had a show where someone could hand out fucking, the, it could keep the cash in their pocket. And that was a reward price. It wasn't like, you know, you literally saw someone giving some cash that night. Yeah. And they go off. Rather than like yeah. now, it's like, I always sit there and think, how do these people get the money? Like for £10,000 or £5,000. You don't think that, do you? 
Well, no, obviously it goes into the bank, but I like I like seeing a transfer of someone giving someone two hundred fifty yeah, quid. Yeah, I like my I like making that person a sort of a high uh, potential of being mugged. I like that, <laughs> mate. Yeah, rather than transferring it to your bank in a safe way, we're going to give it to you in cold hard cash. Good You've luck on the cheap home. People didn't have bank transfers then. You had to have checks and postal orders. Sure. The sure. This is before the internet. Yeah, no, I get you. You got dizzy you. with the internet now. Yeah, yeah, it's a different world. I got world, all carried away. Yeah. I got all carried away. Sorry, mate. Me and the internet, I'm always doing that. What was your thing in the Rank and Nathan? Uh, well, we watched a lot of Blackadder, as I said. Just on Blackadder. So yeah. I, we started watching it on the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. And then years later, I, I remember buying the all of them, like the box yeah. set of everything, right? Yeah. And I watched the <laughs> first... I just got a vision of you going to, to HMV. And Blackadder's but all four series are on sale. Yeah. Could I could I get could I get Blackadder please? Yeah, we got we got the uh we got the latest one there. No, not the latest one. I want every one. <laughs> it, just just with a girl that you're vaguely seeing. Yeah. Well that there you go. That's where your impression falls apart. The idea that I'd be vaguely seeing a girl around the time that I was into Blackadder. <laughs> I didn't get into Blackadder when I was twenty four, mate. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but I, I watched the first the first series. I didn't really. It's the first time I'd seen the first series, having watched all of the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just nothing like the other series, right? No. Like they they hadn't found it yet, had they? Really? No. It, it got it got. I think it was it like Rowan Atkinson and all that sort of started taking over, took over the writing. I think it was a yeah. Bennett one joined as a writer. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was a change up. But it's, you know the yeah. other thing. The other thing is that if that happened now. If Blackadder had dropped a first series like that now, you never would have seen a second or third series. No, no, do you know what no, I mean? No. Like, like they let it they let it run and you know see what they could do with it. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, but I think the talent that they had on their disposal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Hugh Laurie in that is incredible. Oh my god, he amazing. is incredible, amazing. Man. When you watch Hugh Laurie there, and obviously now like you know as a director and you know a house and everything, but you actually sort of like as a comedy performer. In that last episode, you know, uh, the over-the-top one, his his ability to play an idiot but also really sort of, like, make the whole audience empathetic towards him is just amazing. He's just, he, like, I think for anyone, if you want a short, sharp course in, like, how to be an incredible comedy actor, just go and watch Hugh Laurie because he's, he is, he's the G of all Gs. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's a great shout. Um, okay, Eagle and Eaglet, thank you so much for your email. Very much appreciate it. all together, and let me say, it's it's put a smile on my face, knowing that you two, uh, yeah, you're vibing and you're, you're connecting, because it's an important yeah. thing. So yeah. uh, that you're soaring together makes me happy. Hi, Rom, Tom, and Swan. Firstly, I hope all three of you are well. Probably best if I was kept anonymous. Don't fancy anyone contacting me after I tell this story. Before I begin, I just wanted to thank you both for the... Okay, there's a lot of sort of very nice stuff about this podcast. Uh, now, for the story. I was listening to episode 43 a few weeks back, and I was crying with laughter until I realised something. I was in that lesson that day when Rom ripped his suit on the side of the desk. I thought wow. it was something... <laughs> Um, I thought I had, it was something I'd blocked out, given that the school I went to was essentially hell, Okay, uh, and thought I'd blocked out all memories of that five years, but it turns out I hadn't. I remember vividly coming into class that day and thinking, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit that's quite embarrassing now. I'm just going to tell you. 
Yeah. I also remember a lot of my year talking about Mr. Gosh, this is so, this is worse than the trouser thing. <laughs> I love you, by the way, Lisa, for this email. I love you, this one. This is amazing. <laughs> I remember the majority of my year talking about Mr. Raganathan <laughs> trying to teach fractions to lose yourself by Eminem. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god! It's like whatever you do, you try and get hip hop and rap into it. It's insane. How how did that even work? You look, by the way, you've gone from looking very saucy, very hot, to looking very, very embarrassed. I'd arguably oh. say that you have just like I was running the fucking good, good fucking race with the fucking mug of the mug of the episode award, and you have literally just gone. You've Carl Lewis passed my link for Christie. <laughs> What what was did you genuinely do that? I can't I I, I honestly can't Come remember on. it. I can't How remember. How did that it. even work? I don't know. I, I actually I, I don't know. The moment. So how would you do that to fractions? Oh my god. You know what as well, this tragic thing, and I don't want to lay on shit to you because I love you, my brother. You'd have had to have thought that out. You don't just come up with that. You'd have had to write it down. <laughs> I, I've got no recollection of doing that. It's so fucking embarrassing. You must have. I don't. Did you dance when you did it? Or? No. <laughs> oh, God, it's so sad. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. A math teacher just sort of... I okay, just... No, 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 no. You've got no, one no, chance no. to add these fractions. No, I've just got an idea of the kid. Do you make the denominators the same or do you throw it away? Oh, is that what it was? No, I'm just trying to imagine what it would have been. I can't I remember. Bet, I so. bet as well they were like, oh no, he's getting out his hoodie. He's going to do the thing again. Oh. <laughs> Pulling yeah, out your hoodie. So it was down and it's like, you've only got one chance. Good night. <laughs> God. Oh, JT, do me a favour, JT. Just lace up a bit of bit of that on there for us. Yeah. Just, just to hear. If you're adding two fractions, you've you got where the denominator's the same. Cross multiply. Out of breath as well. Doing it like Eminem. Yeah. How many people in this room make maths? Yeah. If you had to add two fractions, what would you do? Oh, God. Um, I, lo- I love the idea of just kids just nudging themselves. Like you turning up in some frayed baggy jeans. <laughs> well, so, hello, Mr. Raganathan. What are you doing today? Oh, um, it's fractions today. And, uh, yeah, just let's just say uh, you might want to come past my uh, my room at ten past two this afternoon. I'm going to be laying down a track. <laughs> Can you imagine the, <laughs> other t- the other fucking maths teachers heard about that? Have you heard about oh. what Nathan's doing? You know he's the shittest one at maths in the department. Well, he's covered up by doing lose yourself for surf. Fuck. Um, coming to so uh, I also remember the majority of my year. Talk, I actually feel I actually feel quite. I'm actually quite defeated by that. I also remember the <laughs> majority of my... defeated. We've all done muggy stuff. I also remember the majority of my year talking about Mr. Wanganathan trying to teach fractions to lose stuff and coming to the conclusion that teaching maths in our school is making you have a nervous breakdown of self Jeez. I think you left soon after, and I think, if I'm honest, most of us thought it's because of ripped trouser or fraction hate. Until about 10 months later, we saw you on Russell Howard's Good News and realised that's why you left. Thank you both for being such wonderful souls. P.S. Tom, I've watched both series of King Gary in a day and I've been on repeat ever since. All the best, the Llama. Right. Well, Llama, thank you so much for uh You know what? Look, look, I want to just jump in here, bro. 
Okay. You're on a jump in there, right? Mm. And it's easy to for me to, to to give you a bit of a shoe in there about the lose yourself thing. Well, I, I think that ship has sailed. No, 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 no. I just want to make sure that the, the, the although the ship is sailing upon it is a flag that flies very, very proudly. Because I think for all of those children in that class, yeah, yes, you might not have been like the fucking normal, boring old maths teacher. But I think, I and I think everyone would agree, I wish I had a maths teacher who tried to make maths a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fun. It's the most boring subject. So for a maths teacher to pull his trousers apart and fucking rap and fucking... For, for, for a maths teacher <laughs> to deliver a song from 8 Mile with his dick out... <laughs> I'm really saying, shows the level of dedication. I'm just saying that most, of, you know, yeah, this this ex student of yours sounds like they they had a pretty tough time at school, mm. and you know, if you can be that one happy memory for that one child who you taught, then doesn't that's a sound, pretty amazing thing. Be, well, it's very kind of you to say, Tom. Doesn't sound like a happy memory. <laughs> no, I think it probably let, was. Let me, let me just uh, let me just sort of uh, quote something. I remember vividly coming to the class that day and thinking, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, but uh, I also remember that, that coming most of our year coming to the conclusion that teaching maths in Oscar was making you have a nervous breakdown of some kind. Right, you're just look. I think she fondly or he fondly remembers it. Okay, okay. And I All think right. there's probably a lot of kids who remember wacky Mr. Reganathan and his unethical ways of doing teaching. Maths. So, um, guys, welcome to the <laughs> lesson. Uh, the bad news is we're doing quadratic equations. The good news is. We're doing it typically for a Ranganathan for maths lesson a little bit differently. <laughs> Have you heard YMCA? <laughs> no, look, man, you just you're a cool guy, and I think I, I I'd imagine that there's a fist bump and a high five for every kid that left that left that lesson. And I, you know what? I bet three or four of them every now and again are worrying about doing fractions or sums, and they go back to that moment of lose mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. mate, mm-hmm. sometimes. The waves that we create that people are scared of are actually the waves that we ride upon. Remember that, yeah? Yeah. No. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for reaching out there. And you do a little grin there because you know you don't really mean anything you just said. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> the next email is from... I might have to beat that out, having sort of quickly skimmed the email, as I've said there. Uh, I don't really think we should give us no more. Anyway. Love the pod, even though you promised bonus episodes and I get let down every Friday when there isn't one. Okay, that's a fair criticism. Anyway, (laughs) my girlfriend eats pretty much every food imaginable like she's never been fed before, and it really gets to me. I've tried saying to her that she eats loudly and it annoys me, but then she just sits there all sad and stops eating, which then makes me feel bad that I've ever even said anything. I know the problem is mine, but I can't stress enough how loudly she actually eats. The whole family's like it, and it makes sitting down for a meal extremely hard as I want to just enjoy a meal without hearing heavy breathing, loud cheering, excessive chomping. None of them know they're doing it, and they've obviously never had anyone comment on it, so they look at me like I'm the weirdo, and I point out, it, uh, point out it sounds like they're all gargling their food. Any advice would be appreciated. Keep doing it. Okay, having read this, I don't know what Tom's going to say, but can we, JT, can we beep out the name here? Because yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't feel like this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah for no. beep it out. Yeah. yeah, beep out that one as well. Um, yeah. As a loud eater... Uh, and I'm a phenomenally loud eater. Um, I think you're exaggerating. I've eaten with you many times. and Yeah. Know, don't, I've never been appalled by the way you ate. But anyway, go on. No, I mean, I can now and again, if I'm really hungry, I chow down. I chow mm. down hard, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? Because 
I think it's a really amazing thing that your your girlfriend enjoys her food, and so does her family. I think actually, what my advice would be is like for you just to fucking get in there and relax with your eating. Like when you're eating with her family, don't do it with everyone because it might make other people uncomfortable, and then you become that guy. But when you're eating with your girlfriend and you're eating with her family, just let your inhibitions go. Just fucking chow that food, brother. Just stick it in and just do what they're doing. Like just enjoy enjoy the sort of caveman fucking regal feeling of just being like Henry VIII and just grabbing a bit of chicken and stuffing it into your face and eating with your mouth open. Like, I think that would be the best advice in the world I could give you, you yeah. know? And just staring at everyone around and like laughing and just sort of like, you know, just feeling you, you know, feeling like that you and the food are one And before you let go of the food. Maybe let out a big fart, I don't know. I just think that when it comes to eating, you know, if you eat with lords and ladies and it's all regal and you've got to remember what knife and fork you're using, everyone puts so much fucking like like emphasis on that. Oh god, we've got to, I've got to eat like you know. But if you're eating with people who are allowed, do the same thing. Right? I think eating should be like running or like dancing. There's not one type of that thing. There's loads. Like you would turn up to a fucking salsa class and start dancing like you're fucking in a ballroom like or a fucking hip hop club, would you? Every kind of vibe is a different thing. And maybe with eating, we should be the same. Let your inhibitions go and fly, my friend. Mm. Uh, it's very good advice from Tom, as always. Uh, I, I feel like, I hope you don't mind me saying, <laughs> please beep that one out again. Um, I hope you don't mind me saying, I think you've been a bit out of order, man. And, and, and because, look, I don't know what your relationship's like, but this, this girl is like, she's just enjoying her food. She's got that princess. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, her whole family, they eat a different way to you. So she's eating the way she's been brought up. And I think the change has to come from you, not her. Mm -hmm. I, I think you need to find a way to deal with this. I just don't think it's okay to tell people about the way they eat. You know, if it was, if they're like, wasting food or i don't know being rude or whatever that's one thing but i think just somebody eating loudly we have to eat to survive okay and eating is an enjoyable thing if you love your girlfriend do you really want to put it on her that she has to second guess the way she eats every time she eats a meal with you is that what you want for somebody or do you just want somebody to throw themselves into eating their food and enjoy it uh, the way they want to. I just think, man, like you've got to put you've got to put her happiness above yours here, and, and you've got to do something about that. I don't know how you're going to manage that situation, but you know, we eat three times a day, right? I, I don't know where. I don't know if you're living together or whatever, but do you want her to not be comfortable every single time she eats in her life with you? Is that really the person you want to be? I, I don't think you do, man. You sound like a nicer person than that. Sound like a sweet so person. what I would say to you is you've got to find a way to manage this yourself. And the management of that has to not involve her or bother her at all. Uh, you, you've got to figure out a way of doing this because it, it, it would be, if you were able to figure out a way of dealing with this, whether that be, I don't know, I'm freestyling this hypnosis or just trying to figure out a way of managing this or just being strong about it and ignoring it, it would be a wonderful thing that you could do for your girlfriend because she gets all sad and stops eating. Do you want to be the person that makes your girlfriend sad and stop eating? I don't want to be that person. So Wowzers. have a think this about that. This is incredible man. advice. And I've got to say, man, that was 
Yeah, just a layer on as well. You know who I think would be the person who be like Mowgli from Jungle Book. In in what way? Just wear a little loincloth? <laughs> no, but like think about Mowgli, right? One moment he's eating with the bears, and then he's eating with the lions, and then he's eating with like the birds and whatever. So he he caters in different ways. He eats in different ways. He learns to eat in different ways. He learns to behave in different ways. So you don't just behave one way with one animal. You have to behave different ways in different. And then you yourself become a much more superior, you know, wider examined human being. Oh, I no. lost it on the that's end. That's a well. shame. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah, that's a real shame. Yeah, that's um, a real. Yeah, I was. You know listen. what? I was running with a torch then, and I could see you really like clapping me on, and then yeah. I tripped over. Yeah, accidentally set fire to Mowgli's village. <laughs> uh, okay, I hope that helps. Uh, can we beep out whenever we mention the name? please okay tom yo it's it's come by quick but it is about that time hmm. for you to how would you well, how do you think this episode's gone i've enjoyed it think, if I've you really were to look back it. on it and sort of it's, review it's, our it's performance felt, it's felt like a nice wrestle at times but yeah i've enjoyed yeah. it man i've enjoyed it mm. i've enjoyed just looking at you you've been absolutely you look like you know what you look like today go on you're like a goddamn star Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. Sitting on your bed, you look like, you you. genuinely look like, yeah. You look like the kind of comedian that I'm glad I have as a best friend. Wow. That is a really lovely thing to say. Uh, Okay. Uh, Okay. Tomo, you want to take us out of this thing? (laughs) Oh, God. What? I I suspect, I suspect you slightly regret uh, using the Mowgli thing in the advice. But don't worry. I have more than one pair of shoes. Okay, go for it. And I can run in different styles. Because life is a game of perception, my friends. Different things are perceived differently for different people. For example, once one person is walking down the street and it's lashing down with rain and they see a puddle, some people stand back from the puddle, scared that the a lorry might pass and spray the puddle all over them. Some people have a look down into the puddle and use that puddle as a mirror. Things can be more than just one thing. The lonely seagull that roars down from the heavens to nick your chips. That's annoying. That's frustrating. But by God, that seagull's hungry. And if you've ever seen an Attenborough documentary, you know that it's harder for them to get fed anyway. So you are doing a better thing than it may be perceived upon your brain. So perception is hard. It's always worth, whenever, in any situation, looking as you will always look and thinking how you always think, but then pushing your mind a little further, thinking, hey, the shoot boots on the other foot. How's that person feeling? Where are they coming from? How do they perceive this situation we're in? When getting a football shirt, perception is a great thing to put across the back because it means not only have you perceived the football shirt, but wearing it entails. You're a good person. You're a sweet soul. Go perceive the world in so many ways. But keep your vision your own. That's lovely. I I, yeah. I I really enjoyed that. I would say Thank to you. people that I wouldn't endorse getting perception across the back of your football shirt. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool. It's quite expensive. One person gets that done, I'll get it done. Okay, great. Yeah. Fine. If you can send a photo in of you with a football shirt that says perception across the back of it, Tom will get the same thing done, and he will Actually, wear talking, it. Talking he will about wear football it shirts. at our first live show. Leads me to talking about we are we are making headroad with the merchandise, and I know that we are full of hollow promises, like a Aren't we just, fucking pathetic I mean, character from a 
get Jane Austen novel. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm more read than you would have thought. Um, yeah. But we are moving down the road of getting these things going. And the reason, guys, we have to be honest with you, the bonus episode hasn't happened or aren't happening at the moment. We're both very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Both of our schedules open. Oh, my God. Sorry. I wasn't going to go on. But Romesh is early on in this podcast talked about the fact he's done no exercise today but is now drinking out of what looks like a gallon jug of hydration (laughs) with hydrate on it like he's done a massive workout oh my god i love you Romesh Ranga Nathan and everyone who sells in you anyway merchandise is on the way bonus episode probably isn't for a little bit yeah probably got a couple of weeks till you finish with the Ranga Nathan right wow wow so you're sticking that on me no, no, it's been my fault up to now because I've been filming. But now, yeah, we've got another three. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Love you guys. Thank Yo, you so much for steam listening. Steam fire, steam heavy, but just steam. Yeah, absolutely. I actually didn't mind that. Uh, take care. Bye bye. Peace out. Bye bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.